drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Southern Race Week. I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and as always, we want to thank you for taking time to tune in because the guy sitting high atop the pit box again this week, man himself, Alfie, the producer to the stars. Hello, hello, William. Glad to be with you again this week on another exciting episode of Southern Race Week Radio, as well as the Southern Race Week Podcast. Podcast! 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 That's right. We're a podcast as well, William. So not only do you get the show on a weekly basis on your favorite station that you listen to us to along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network, but uh, it's also available as a podcast every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So if you missed the show or if you want to go back and listen to our previous episodes, they're all available for you right there at the uh, those major uh, podcasting platforms, William. So I'm uh, really excited about uh, posting those up every Monday. I've gotten some hey, great comments and feedback about it. We're not on iTunes, are we? Oh, yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, and we're what? on SoundCloud. Yeah. What? We're on the uh, big, uh, big podcasting uh, platforms. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Only if we knew somebody with iHeartRadio could we possibly maybe get somewhere with those cats. You know what I mean? If only we knew someone who worked there who had a little bit of fun. If we knew somebody who worked there. Anyway, this week on Southern Race Week, like every week, we uh, like to have fun on the show. uh, And um, we like to talk about the grassroots of racing. This week, uh, we're going to talk about short track race in action, about the uh, the wonderful fun that some of the tracks are having. There's been a shift in some of the uh, the track management in the short track world, and uh, how Atlanta Motor Speedway has turned into a dinosaur park. And we're going to catch up with Ted Austin and talk with him about that. Plus, Alfie, who do you have? Yes, and we've got some of the great guests for you as well. We're going to be speaking with Jake Garcia, 15-year-old young man from Monroe, Georgia, who won last weekend at Montgomery Motor Speedway. So he got a victory there at 15 years of age. That's the second time he won. He, he was the young man who won the Alabama 200 earlier this year at that same speedway. So we'll be speaking with Jake Garcia coming up as well, and a driver who was driven during the uh, the summer programming of the Legends and Bandolero cars over at Charlotte Motor, Speedway, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, the summer shootout, as they like to call it. We're going to be speaking with a driver who was in the, uh, the, uh, the NASCAR Drive for Diversity program, and he is racing with uh, Rev Racing and in their uh, late model program. So uh, he's been racing at Charlotte Motor Speedway. He's had a couple of races at Hickory Motor Speedway and also two at Tri-County Speedway as well. 18-year-old uh, young man out of Washington, D.C. is going to tell us about his uh, career in racing, racing as well, and what he thinks about uh, the diversity in NASCAR as well as tell us a little bit about the Drive for Diversity program. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to uh, talk to him, and that is Raja Karuth. 
So we'll be speaking with him later on in the program as well, Mr. Barber. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Crack a cold one, folks. Hey, folks, it's Southern Race Week. Welcome back to this week's show. Uh, as always, here on the program, we like to reach out and uh, find experts in the field of motorsports and get you up to speed on everything you need to know. And we love to talk about the grassroots of racing. So we go to the expert, none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ted Madman Austin, live from the vending machines at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ted, welcome back to the show, sir. Well, thank you. Good, good to be back. Good to be back. So I, I, I think you need to use the term expert quite lightly on this one. Though. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's like uh, you, you're you're knee deep in the weeds when it comes um, to, to short track stuff, man. Because I try to keep my finger on the pulse, but I think expert on the is pulse. a stretch. Okay. I think expert is a stretch. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about the pulsating uh, action going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway with the Thursday Thunder Championship. Well, the 23rd season completed uh, in fine fashion. No fans in the stands this year, but a good following of folks on our live streams that we were broadcasting on the Atlanta Motor Speedway Facebook page. And the champions were crowned. Bailey North uh, was the champion. The young lady uh, won the outlaw division. In fact, the top three uh, finished with in 16 points one another. It was probably one of the closer finishes in the 23-year history of the series, but Bailey North picked up the Outlaws Championship. In the Young Lions division, Michael Gannon was the points champion, while in the Pro Division, uh, the Kentucky Colonel, Caleb Hetty, was uh, the titleist. Blaze Crawford, the recent graduate, uh, high school graduate out of Fayetteville, was the semi-pro champion. And then uh, two dominating performances, first in the Bandits, Tristan McKee was the champion. Bill Plemons was the champion, successfully defending his 2019 title in the Masters division. Both McKee and Plemons had perfect seasons. Eight races, eight feature wins. So kind of a kind of a cool culmination for those two uh, on their Thursday Thunder season titles. Hey, if you just join us here on this edition of uh, Southern Race Week, uh, we've got none other than uh, Ted uh, Austin over there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're talking about short track race and action. Uh, Ted, uh, let's talk about some results, man. Everybody wants results. Uh, give me... <laughs> yeah. Everybody likes to hear about their track or hear about their favorite drivers. And uh, last weekend, some some great racing. As the weather's hot, and I think the racing's even hotter. It's good to see fans packing into the various different facilities in and around our listening area. But Corey Dunn was the great late model victor down at uh, Cochrane Motor Speedway in Middle Georgia. While down in the southern side in the limited late miles, Kyle Bridges was the victor in uh, at Waycross Motor Speedway. Parker Herring uh, was the limited late model winner up at Hartwell Speedway, while Grady Holmes uh, topped the late model sportsman, or the 602 is what a lot of people call them, late models at East Alabama Motor Speedway across the Alabama line. Uh, Talladega Short Track, Super Late Models Tim Bouchard continues his uh, successful season over there as he, ch- he chalked up another victory. In the limited late models was Joe Nugent, Mike Combs in the crate late models, and that 602 uh, 
late model sportsman Ryan King was the victor at Talladega Short Track, the Hornet's Nest uh, over there on I-20. Clay Harris won down in Florida in the Crate Late Model Division at Alltech, Florida, uh, Alltech Raceway down in Florida. Shane Reiner, the uh, Savannah, Georgia driver, was the winner of the 602 uh, Late Model Sportsman races down there. So a lot of a lot of good racing action and uh, some good winners. If y'all just join us on this edition of Southern Race Week, we're talking to Ted Allstead about short track racing. Thanks to Food Depot grocery stores, you'll save more dough when you shop at your neighborhood Food Depot. Now open in Cochrane, Georgia. So there you go. South Georgia's getting a taste. Down there by the Cochrane Motor Speedway. Yeah, baby. Yep, 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 man. Uh, buy some groceries on your way to the racetrack. Exactly, exactly. What better way to make that tailgate party a success than to get some, some groceries at Food Depot? Hey, uh, some, some sad news. Uh, coming out of Atlanta Motor Speedway, your office over there. Um, yeah. uh, one, um, the Friday Night Drags, man, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Friday Night Drags, the, the highly popular drag racing series down pit road for the past 13 years uh, fell victim to COVID. Is mm. uh, a lot of discussions here with our executive vice president, general manager, Brandon Hutchison, Kyle Nelson, the director of our events, and myself, uh, trying to figure out a way that we could produce the event that could be safe for the drivers, the fans, as well as uh, our officials and staff members, and uh, and also while kind of keeping it with the same flavor and the same experience that those drivers and fans have had over the previous 13 years and having to shut down certain areas of the speedway that fans enjoy watching the drag racing from as well as uh, kind of curtailing the number of people that can be around the cars and the grid area at the starting line as well as the winner's return lane uh, was going to hinder the experience uh, for those guests this year and we just decided you know what instead of having a watered down version or a version that would not be as friendly as the previous 13 years is we just decided to cancel the the season this year and, and move to bigger and better things in 2021. So tough decision to make. In fact, it took us a long time to to finally decide that we just can't pull this off in the current circumstance. Um, but unfortunately, the, the the Friday night drag season was canceled uh, for 2020. If you just join us here talking about short track race and action, and uh, you know Friday night drags may have been canceled, uh, but hey, leave it to Atlanta Motor Speedway way to dig up some dinosaurs baby that's right that's right we got we got the uh, jurassic quest going on for the next couple of weekends out in uh our big parking lot and everything and took my grandson the other day and he enjoyed it thoroughly it was exciting he had, he had his own little dinosaurs that he brought from home and everything like that but there's okay. about about 70 75 uh almost full-scale dinosaurs wow. in our parking lot and it's 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 kind of a cool show it's normally uh, a show that's indoors at like places like the the galleria or mm-hmm. uh, the, the um, indoor places like that around mm-hmm. the, the city of atlanta stuff, yeah. can't can't do the indoor shows so the group figured out a way to do a drive-through exhibit and that's cool they've done pretty good with it that's yep. pretty good with it i know you got my nieces and nephews they they they've already went uh, the last weekend, and now they want Uncle Wu to take them this weekend. So there you well, go. Well, there you go. There right. you go. Some sad news uh, and some good news. Uh, some promoters are in, and while some other promoters are out. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. 
new promoter at uh, West Georgia Speedway as uh, the turnover there, which seems to be almost annually, uh, now has Daniel Castile in the driver's seat over there at the uh, uh, 3.8 mile track uh, just outside of Whitesburg, Georgia. Uh, at East Alabama Motor Speedway, Eddie Massey, who had been doing a phenomenal job down there this season, uh, got ousted. Last weekend, he and track owner Billy Thomas kind of had a falling out, and uh, Billy is going to be back at the the helm again, taking over the promotion and the operation of East Alabama Motor Speedway. Eddie had done a great job. I don't know what happened between he and Billy, but Mm. uh, Billy, he's the track owner, and it's his place to decide what he wants to do with it. So Billy Thomas back at the helm over at East Alabama Motor Speedway. We'll see how that turns out for the remainder of the year. Well, big racing action uh, this weekend. Uh, everybody wants to get out and about and go see any type of live event that they possibly can. <laughs> Where do we need to go this weekend? What do we need to put on our radar and our calendars? Well, for the asphalt guys, uh, Chris Motorsports Park welcomes back the Southern Super Series as Bubba Pollard. He's won the last three Southern Super Series events. Uh, he'll lead the contingent into the Watermelon Capital uh, Cordial. Pollard's going to try to rebound a little bit as he had a horrible showing up in Wisconsin on Tuesday night. Uh, so hopefully he can get back to his winning ways with the Southern Super Series. On the dirt side of things, Sonoy Raceway has a big doubleheader Saturday night as well as Sunday night. The monster trucks are back in town. They've got War Wizard, Gunslinger, Overkill, Evolution, Black Stallion, Iron Warrior, and the world's only school bus monster truck, Higher Education. They'll also be racing with uh, great late models and late model sportsmen, chargers, other divisions, uh, pit party for autograph party for all the monster trucks and everything. Their shows start at 7 o'clock Saturday and Sunday. And then for the first time ever uh, at Sonoy Raceway is the side-by-sides, or these these like Polaris Razors, Yamaha Razors, the different manufacturers that make these side-by-side off-road type vehicles. Yeah, man. They're gonna they're gonna do a little circle track racing. It'll be their debut at Sonoy Raceway. They're gonna race on both Saturday and Sunday, coinciding with the monster truck shows. Um, there's a series that races them off-road out at Durham Town uh, Off-Road Park. Um, some of those guys are coming, and and then some guys who have never raced whatsoever, but they have a side-by-side. So. It ought to be a good mix and ought to be kind of fun to watch, the side-by-sides this weekend making their debut in the circle track world at Sonoy Raceway. All right, then. Well, Ted, we sure do appreciate it, brother. This is Kim Coon from MRN, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie bringing you yet again another brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, don't forget about the podcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, which is available for you every Monday uh, once the uh, show airs this uh, this weekend. So make sure you tune in and check out the uh, podcast and check out all the previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio. But we have uh, another great guest, another driver this week on Southern Race Week Radio, so let's hesitate no longer. Let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in 18-year-old driver, who is a part of the Driving for Diversity program and is a part of Rev Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in from Washington, D.C., Mr. Raja Karu. Mr. Karuth, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Street Radio. Hopefully you're doing well and, and having a great day today. 
Thank you for having me on, man. How did you get bit by the racing bug? Yeah, I mean, I got interested from, uh, like, Lightning McQueen and stuff when I was a little kid. I didn't really grow up in a, a racing family, but that's really where my interest started from. So for you, the movie's Cars was kind of your introduction uh, into the racing world. Yeah, and that's really that's where my interest really stemmed. You'd have to really ask my parents. It was really <laughs> long before I remember, to be honest with you. So what was it like for your parents um, bringing you up in the sport? Like like you said, you're you're not from a racing family. So what are their thoughts of what you like to do? Yeah, I mean, uh, they've been really supportive every step of the way and have helped me out. And I've had to, along the way as well, really teach them everything just because they don't know that much about it. Um, I've just had to really just break everything down to help them uh, understand it. And, and, and they're getting it now. We know this how dangerous the sport is. And there's, you know, I'm sure there's times when you've wrecked or or crashed. How is that on your parents when they see when you get in a wreck or something like that? Do they do they freak out? Do they do you feel like they overreact or or they do they understand? Have you taught them all the safety features that come in any of these cars that you get into? Yeah, my uh, my dad's pretty chill, but my mom's usually gets pretty nervous. You know, I've never seen her reaction, but from what my sister and my mom or my sister and dad have told me. Um, my mom is just pretty nervous whenever races happen, even if it's just practice. She's kind of just like, ah, but you know, it's just, I guess it's a mom thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. As I was doing some research to kind of learn a little bit about you, I went to your YouTube page and I found your audition video for when you're trying to get to the, uh, the NASCAR drive for diversity, uh, program. So, and that's a program that I'm really interested in. And I think it's such a great thing that NASCAR is doing. Tell me how you learned about that program and what made you interested in sending in this audition tape to be a part of the diversity program. Yeah, I mean, I've known about the program for its last eight or so years. Having graduates like Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, Daniel Suarez of the program and seeing you know, them be able to make it to the Cup Series, it uh, was always a goal for me just because you know I thought it was the, the easiest, or not the easiest, but the most direct way I could, I could get my foot in the door. And now that you got your foot in the door, you have really taken the opportunity to do a lot of things. You've been racing at Charlotte. Uh, you're now racing with Rev Racing in uh, their late model program. You've done some racing in the uh, U.S. Legend Car Series there at Charlotte and getting a lot of experience. I've also saw in your bio that you've done some iRacing as well. So, uh, you know, and obviously iRacing was a big thing early in the NASCAR season when we were going through this COVID break. Now, compared to iRacing and actually getting in the car, for you, what's the difference? There's there's so many differences and different nuances and such, you know. Aside from the obvious, you know, the, the physicality of, of being in a real race car and all the things you have to manage versus, you know, being at home and in the comfort of your own home. So there's a lot of differences, but there's there's still a few things that you can you can work on on, on the sim and, and you can really use it well. And uh, do you find that the sim racing really helps you prepare for when you re when you get in the car? Because you'll be able to learn the little nuances of, well, if I hit here, I might veer a little to the right. I might hit the wall. If I hit my spot here, I'm going to be able to get around and maybe have a op better opportunity to pass cars. Do you feel like the things you learn in the ice racing, you can take into when you get into the actual car to track that you might not be familiar with? Yeah, uh, more so just uh, if I go to a place where I've, I've never been to before, you know, I'll if that track is scanned on iRacing, I'll, I'll head on there and, and try it out. It, it really depends, you know, it, especially at the point where I'm at now, some of the places that I, we go to and that I go to for the first time aren't, you know, on the service. So it's kind of hard to, you know, practice on those just because they're not scanned. So I can't really race on that track. But now 
Well, I can still work on, on different things in terms of racecraft and uh, different strategies on, on the sim that I can apply. Now, what have you learned going through the diversity program? What are some of the things that you think have highlighted and helped in your de- development as a driver? Uh, aside from, you know, learning a lot about just overall what it takes to race, I've learned a lot about how you just have to be about, you know, if you're, if you're going to, if you have aspirations and of being in the sport, you got to be all about it. You know, you can't try to live a quote normal life, you know, you got to be all in and you got to do everything you can. You got to, you know, care about it and put in the time and I'm, I'm having a blast and God, I'm really thankful for everybody at NASCAR Drive for Diversity and Max Siegel Rev Racing and all our partners there to dream come true. Speaking with uh, Raja Karuth here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, he's part of the uh, Rev uh, Racing Program for the late model divisions and also a, a racer in the NASCAR Drive for Diversity program as well. Let's address the elephant in the room, I guess, a little bit. NASCAR has done a lot of work in improving race relations with everything that's been kind of going on in the world. You are an African-American driver. Bubba Wallace has really done a great job of stepping up and and speaking for the African-American community. Uh, Your thoughts on NASCAR as far as what they've been doing to help um, diversity in the sport? Um, Yeah, I think they're doing a great job and doing all the right steps and talking to the right people and um, really showing and giving the good message that the sport's for everybody. And they're, they're doing all the right, right steps in my eyes. You know, I'm still on the younger side of things, but uh, I've had, I'm informed and, and know, have dealt with and uh, encountered a fair share of things. So um, from, from my experience and from what I think, I think all the right steps have been taken so far. Now, as far as your career, you're still young. And where do you want to go with this? How far do you want to go? Do you want to be in the Cup Series, Trucks, Xfinity, uh, do you want to stay kind of in the short track world, uh, Bandoleros, Legend Cards? Well, as far as your future and what you want to do, what's the ultimate goal for you? Well, my ultimate goal is to be a cup champ one day. Okay. Um, and, you know, whenever that is, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, but I'm not going to rush. So um, <laughs> every day I'm working to, to get closer to that. What do your friends think about what you do? I mean, what you do is so much fun. You're out there racing, competing, um, just having a great time. What do your friends and, and family think about what you do? Yeah, everybody's really supportive. I got a great group of friends, you know, up in D.C. And, and, and across the country, not just back home in D.C. And my family and friends, my whole support system is, is really great. I got a lot of people I got love for, and it's really cool to see everybody, you know, giving me support online, talking to me, uh, really all of the above. Now, uh, if our listeners want to follow you, keep up with what's going on with you, or maybe learn a little bit more about you, where can they go to get information about you and also social media where they can go follow you? Yeah, you can uh, go on Instagram, Twitter, Roger Cruz underscore, uh, TikTok, Facebook, or TikTok, YouTube. Uh, my website is com. It's got all my social media links on there, too. And, yeah, that's really that's really it. I'm pretty active on all those sites, so. Well, Raja, uh, thank you so much for taking time and to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. I'm a big fan of the uh, Driving for a Diversity program, so I'm really glad that NASCAR is doing a lot to to help you in your career and helping you to excel to that to that next level. So uh, we're just I'm just looking forward to seeing what things uh, big things happen for you down the road. And please, we would love to have you back on the show sometime soon to catch us up with what's going on with you and your racing career. Cool, sounds good. Thank you, Alfred. All right. Thanks for having me on. Hey, this is NASCAR driver Trevor Bain, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie, bringing you yet again another brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And even though we do like to highlight what's going on in the world of NASCAR, NHRA, 
and IndyCar, we also love to highlight the grassroots of racing. That's right. Southern Race Week, we love focusing on the world of short track racing because a lot of these professional drivers got to get their start somewhere, and many of them have been plucked from the world of short track racing. And we've got another up-and-coming young gun from the state of Georgia. That's right. As we head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in a winner last week at Montgomery Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Jay Garcia. Mr. Garcia, thank you so much for taking time out of a busy schedule to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're doing well, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on, and congratulations to you. Now, Jake, in case our listeners are not aware of you, how old are you? I'm 15. You are 15 years old, and we had you on the program when you won your first race at Montgomery Motor Speedway, which was a big one. It was the Alabama 200. Uh, that was earlier this year, and you followed up that victory this last weekend, also at Montgomery Motor Speedway, in the Show Me the Money Pro Late Model Series uh, race this past week at Montgomery Motor Speedway. So tell me about that race. Yeah, it was a good race. Uh, we qualified fifth, and then um, with the redraw, ended up starting eighth, and um, and then we kind of just slowly made our way up through the field. Well, you definitely got the job done, uh, young man, as you were able to get that that win. The point series is is real tight right now. So tell us about uh, the point situation for you as you're continuing on with the uh, Show Me the Money Pro Late Model Series going on. Yeah, we've had three races in the series so far this year, and um, first one I won, and then the second one I finished second, and then this latest one I won as well. So. I've got the lead. Not sure about how much it is or anything, but um, I think it's I think it's pretty long, uh, but I'm not sure. So tell us about some of the drivers you compete with. Some uh, tell me about the competition as far as some of the drivers that you love racing with in that series. Yeah, there's a few of them that uh, you know that race every week. Uh, I like like to race with a lot of them. Jackson Beach finished second uh, second this week. I always have fun racing against him. There's a few others that uh, that I like to race with in that series. Okay, Jake, now to be able to race week in and week out, especially in a series like this, there's a lot of people that help you out, and I want to give you an opportunity to thank the sponsors, thanks those that have really helped you along this process in your uh, racing career. Yeah, Arrow Creek Investments uh, is one of my sponsors. I think that, and uh, Willwood Brakes as well, and uh, just... Oh my guys, Ricky Turner, uh, Bobby, Jimmy, and uh, Brian and Will, they all helped me out. So I got to thank those guys as well. Now, 15 years old, you obviously got a, a, a big future ahead of yourself. Where where do you want to go with this? Do you want to continue to do the short track? Is this kind of your stepladder to possibly doing maybe Bandoleros, Legend Cars? Do you want to get into NASCAR? What What's the future for you? Where, where do you see this? racing career going for you uh you know i just i'm gonna try to do whatever i have an opportunity to you know um, if i have an opportunity to go to cup you know that'd be great and if i have the opportunity just whenever i have the opportunity to race you know i'm gonna do it 
Now, this is a dangerous sport to do, my young man. I mean, you're 15 years old. You're fearless as you're getting in there and, and raising around uh, so much great talent that, you know, some of these drivers might be a little bit older than you. Do you feel as a, a, a younger driver, do you feel that you get the respect from maybe some of the older competitors that you race with, or do you feel like you have to go out there and, and prove that you belong out there? No, I think uh, that a lot of them respect me. You know, just you know, just what I've done over the past few years. I think, uh, you know, they see that. You know, they kind of just figure out, you know, that uh, pretty good driver and everything. But uh, you know, I think that most everybody I race with respects me, and I try to do the same to them. Now, what drivers do you idolize? Uh, as far as a driver goes, I mean, for a baseball player, a basketball f a player, you, you kind of. Uh, model your your game after a certain player. Do you model your driving after a certain driver that you look up to and admire? Uh, you know, I really kind of have my own driving style, but um, you know, there's a lot of great drivers out there. When I was really small, I was my favorite Cup driver. I was really liked him when I was little, but uh, you know, there's a lot a lot of people out there that you can learn from. You know. Bubba Pollard races with us just about every week, so yeah. you can learn a lot from him. So there's there's a lot of people that that you can learn to learn something from, and uh, you know you really got to remember that there's some of the greats in motorsports. Very true, very true indeed. Now, uh, Mr. Garcia, if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on with you, keep up with your uh, racing schedule and and where you might be racing here coming up. Where can they go to get information, follow you on social media, and keep up with what's uh, going on with you? I had I have a website, yeah, jgarciaracing.com, I believe it is, and uh, I have a Facebook page along with a Twitter and an Instagram. Well, I got to tell you, if you go to Google and type in uh, Jay Garcia, not only will you follow his social media stuff, find his website, but there's so many great stories about you out there. You've really made a name if you're, for yourself, and uh, over the last uh, few years, just being so young, but um, you have really made a name, your, a name for yourself with uh, your victories and, and the competitor that you are. So, uh, uh, Jake, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio, my friend. Uh, continued success throughout your career, and hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road. Okay, thanks for having me. This is Sean Langdon, driver of the DHL Top Field Dragster, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, well, folks, if you just now didn't hear, you're about uh, 60 minutes short because – I, WB, a.k.a. William Barber, and out there, yep. sitting hot, sitting hot top of the pit box on the Zoom Food Depot hotline. I'll be next week. We're going to catch up with the 2020 AMS at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Thursday Thunder semi-pro champion, Blaze Crawford, who's coming off a winning streak not only at AMS, but at Charlotte. And then also we're going to catch up with some – straight line drivers that uh, like to do it in 30 seconds to six seconds or whatever else uh nhra driver next week who's that alfie yeah it's gonna be matt hagan there uh william matt, matt hagan oh and also speaking of nhra uh they are coming to atlanta so i don't know if you saw that william originally they weren't going to be coming to atlanta but yeah they are. I heard that. yeah yeah so now they are they going are. to come to atlanta so i've talked to my uh fellow little nhra representative there and we're going to have a special, yeah, we're going to have Allie, Allie Bland. Oh, Allie, okay. Yeah, so yeah. she's going to hook us up. So we'll have a special NHRA show when they, uh, they come closer to that uh, that weekend. So Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, grab the podcast. 
and social media at SRW Radio, uh, at WB Radio Network, at Alfie underscore 19, and the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Southern Research. And you can find me on Instagram at William Barber. There you go. All right. Well, listen, folks, we couldn't do the show without y'all tuning in, telling your family, cousins, friends, and neighbors about the program and the podcast. And we couldn't do it without Food Depot. Check out fooddepot.com. Download the free app and get the coupons and in the Google or iTunes account. And book free from me, WB. Until next week, I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB. I'm Alfie. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you at a short track near you.